Live from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, it's Essie Gurus. Rainmaker. Bringing you some of the biggest rainmakers on the World Wide Web. Our guests will include major search engine executives, payment processors, advertising executives, and an array of sales and marketing pros. We invite you to join your host, Darren Pappen, also known as Essie Guru, and his beautiful co-host, Brandy. Essie Guru is the foremost authority on search engine optimization and is taught at conferences worldwide. Brandy is an expert in business development, public relations, and sales and marketing. Log into the chat, kick back, and get ready to open yourself up to a new generation of Webmaster Radio. It's Essie Guru and Brandy, and you're listening to Rainmaker. And welcome, everybody, to today's edition of Rainmaker. Uh, it is Thursday, February the 7th. Wow. And uh, boy, what what a week it has been. And I, I'm, I'm looking over here, my, my beautiful partner uh, on the air. How, how are you? I look beautiful on air, don't the, I? The, the I lovely love Brandy. That. I love that about me. I'm doing fabulous. How are you? Well, I'm 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 like I, I'm 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 gung ho at the moment. Uh, we've got we've got a great guest with mm-hmm. us tonight, and, and, and we're talking politics. Let let me just throw the ball to you, so you, you can do a, a quick introduction, and and, and then I'm going to hang back because you're all you, you're you're I'm all jazzed up. up about this. I'm so we're going to let the two men rock. go on this. Okay, so. Uh, for those of you who are very excited, we've got a very distinguished guest this evening. It's Bob Newman, um, who is a CEO and founder of Newman Communications out of, yay, my home state, uh, Massachusetts. He's, uh, he brings 15 years of media experience to the firm. Prior to launching Newman Communications, he served with Marriott Corpor- Corporation's State Mutual Life Assurance Company and worked as a reporter for several Boston newspapers. He does an amazing thing. Okay, so this is what the deal is, guys. If you have a book, if someone writes a book and you really want to make sure that book ranks high where you want it to be, which is like the Times, the Journal, Amazon best-selling list, you, you go with Bob and him and his company make sure that you get the exposure that you need through um, media exposure. And as well, he also consults for many media outlets. Um, he's been a longtime observer of politics and uh, a political pundit for many of these media outlets. So without further ado, here's Bob. How are you, Bob? I'm great. How are you? Fantastic, fantastic, and uh, you know, can I tell you, it's it's has it not been a, a really exciting week with Super Tuesday? It, it has been, you know, first, first the Super Bowl on Sunday, and I had this strange experience that would revolve around the Super Bowl. People would come up to me and say, "Who do you think is going to win?" And I'd say, "I think the Giants are going to win, even though I don't want them to." And they said, "No." I'm not talking about that. They they said, oh. who do you think is going to win the election? Yeah, and yeah. I found a far greater interest and far more passion for the American political scene, which, by the way, is a great surprise to me. Since I really believed when this started, and it started very early in the process, that the American people would become burnt out by it, and I believe they've done the exact opposite at this point, that if you use, to use your term, they're jazzed by it. I, I think so, too. And do, do you think that, um, you know, I, I hear a lot of uh, commentary, you know, um, both from the conservatives and, you know, those who are just, you know, quite the opposite, you know, saying, hey, you know what? The, the American people are tired of a Republican White House. 
but they're not too jazzed about both of the the you know front runners in the Democratic Party. You know, so are you hearing the same kind of thing? Do you think that this is what's causing all the jazzing? Is that well, great, we're tired of the Republicans, but here now we've got either a you know the first woman or the first black man to become president, but you know the the people aren't necessarily jazzed about that either. I think on the one hand that, that Senator Obama definitely deserves a great deal of the credit for this. Maybe you could put a percentage on it. He deserves 70 to 80 percent of the credit, um, not only based on his campaign, which has energized so many youth throughout the country, um, but also, uh, you know, based on, on the fact that he has taken what was supposed to be a very mundane race with a, with a Democratic frontrunner mm. who would have uh, by far uh, pulled ahead, as most people thought at this point. Sure. And he's really turned it into a race. And for people, that democracy, seeing it work for the first time in their lifetime, has been uh, so important. It, it, you know, this is the first time since, I think, the mid-50s in which a president or vice president will not be running for election. And while Mrs. Clinton may believe that you know she served in the White House, it, it has been the first time in which the American people haven't been able to look over and say leadership you know, uh, relates to that individual. And uh, in addition to that, we haven't elected a governor, uh, I mean, uh, anybody other than a governor. We haven't elected a senator since uh, 1960 when JFK was there. Right. So I think the fact that there aren't clear choices. The fact that the American public is a little worried about who they have out there has kind of put the ball in their court, and mm. they're excited by that. Mm. But mm. let me ask you a question. The, the excitement to me is, is nervousness. Because A, I mean, I, you know, I'm like you. I, tend, I, I run independent, right? I'm like a fair weather fan. No, but I mean, truly, I, I'm, I'm more about the candidate than, um, than the party. Unfortunately, my candidate dropped out early in the race. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I, you know, when you look at what Barack just said, um, you know, not not uh, 24 hours ago, um, you know, he he's right, and I, I wouldn't attribute. You just said nervousness. I wouldn't I wouldn't call it nervousness because out of 22 states, Barack professed that over 10 million people chose Democratic over Republican, uh, and. Uh, out of uh, out of uh, the previous election, we're talking a, a six million person turnout over twenty two states in the primary. So, so uh, you know, Bob, would you would you call that nervousness or would you call that you know um, you know a, a jazzed <laughs> to use that word again? Uh, American people that that are that are you know looking at this and saying, yeah, it is it is a real race now. They're neck and neck, and and let's go do something about about it. I think it's American people saying, I can participate in democracy for the first time, and I can make a difference. My vote does count. If you look at how close some of these states were, Missouri being a good example, New Mexico at this point still outstanding, and being a good example there, even up in Connecticut, where it was pretty tight and Obama won. So I, I think they like that. On the other hand, you know, I came up with an interesting theory that's pretty controversial early in the week, which yeah. is democracy is definitely working now. But on the other hand, democracy could hurt our country. Because what democracy is actually doing at this point is it's creating enormous divisions. 
Mm-hmm. Now, the division between the black vote and the Hispanic vote with their candidates is something you know greatly to worry about. The division within the uh, the Republican Party is worthwhile worrying about too. That they they won't rip each other apart. And while some may like that, it's not good for our country if you look and say men are voting for Obama and women are voting for Clinton. That creates another division. So I, I, yes. I would never recommend anything but democracy, but these parties are looking today at doing their best at trying to pull it together because it may it may be looking in terms of election an election at this point like anarchy. Well, and that's okay. You're you're, you're talking my language now. You really are because I'm sitting here going, okay, women have you know 83 percent or something crazy. I think it's now up to 88 percent of the buying power in the U.S. Okay, now I'm a woman. That doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to potentially vote for a woman. And you've got a lot of um, people in the black culture or in minorities who in the past haven't voted because they haven't felt part of, of the norm. I mean, this is maybe I'm, I am being politically incorrect, and it just is, so deal with the people. Uh, <laughs> that haven't shown up to vote because they couldn't identify with who some of the candidates were. They weren't informed on what some of the ballot issues were. So they said, you know what? My vote doesn't count. I don't understand it. I don't care. But now all of a sudden, get me a woman up there, get me a black guy up there, and I'm 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 rallying to to you know to the polls. And I like, ooh, that's kind of scary. That's really scary. Well, at, at the other point, I think on the Republican side, they say, get me a maverick up there, get me somebody who won't listen to the limbaugh's of the world, and 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 I'll become jazzed by that. Um, you know, the other point to kind of to bring into this is this has been an election that clearly has not been about issues. And I think as long as we go in this, it won't be about issues. And that's why I personally have been talking about it, because as a PR guy in 19, in 2000, we saw the likability factor important between Bush and Gore. Who would you rather have had a Coke with? You saw oh, yeah. it again with the Bush and Kerry uh, four years later. But by far at this point, Everybody is going to try to do something about health care. Everybody's going to have mm-hmm. their own examination of the economy and taxes. Everybody is somehow going to yep. try to get out of Iraq. So you just, the American people really are, are who can't grasp these issues mm-hmm. are in their own league now looking and saying, who do I like uh, to be the next president? Now, so let me ask you a question. If it's personalities-based, right, now you're looking at personalities versus issues, how do you how do you really differentiate and find who you like who's your who do you believe your solid candidate is? Me personally? You personally. Personally, I you know, I'm on the bizarre extreme of McCain or Obama. And and I'm very consistent, which means what I'm looking for now is a a leader who on the one hand might be the most experienced and do a solid job in McCain, mm-hmm. and also I think, despite what some people describe as a bad temperament, has a good personality. On the other hand, with Obama, I too am jazzed by the fact that our country, in large part, will be able to get behind a leader, and that'll make a di- big difference in a world community of which we're not liked at this point. Nice, nice. Very interesting. Um, Bob, can you stay with us for just one second, folks? We are going to take a quick commercial break. Uh, When we come back, I want to hear a little bit um, about Mitt Romney uh, apparently stepping backwards this morning, and uh, I want to get a reaction to that. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back in just a minute. 
Sit tight and don't move. Rainmaker. We'll be back after this short break. believe how long it takes to order food here? Uh, here we go. Excuse me. She's not even looking over here. Great service is hard to come by. Whether you're sitting at a bar, restaurant, or creating effective search advertising campaigns. Um, excuse me. I think we need to go somewhere else. It's easy to feel forgotten, especially when your advertising budget is on the line. LookSmart serves up to 400 million queries a day with a side of the best customer service in the online advertising industry. Hi, how are y'all doing today? What can I get you folks to eat? You were right. This place is so much better. LookSmart, premium and performance advertising solutions. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart, had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998 and formerly known as Joe Bucks, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Welcome to the Daily Searchcast. Hey, little Yahoo, look who's after you. Do, 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 do. Hey, little Yahoo, who's your suitor now? Hey, little Yahoo, who's the one who wants you? Hey, little Yahoo, shotgun. Boom. It's a nice day for a Microsoft wedding. Got it? You pick it up? I love it. Isn't it good? <laughs> The Daily Searchcast. Live broadcast Monday through Thursdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome to the Webmaster Institute for Financial Advancement. WebmasterRadio.fm. It's like radio with a Ph.D. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. I fight on in my campaign all the way to the convention. I re- I want you to know, I'm giving this a lot of thought, I'd forestall the launch of a national campaign. And frankly, I'd be making it easier for Senator Clinton or Obama to win. <laughs> frankly, in this time of war, I simply cannot let my campaign be a part of aiding a surrender to terror. This isn't an easy decision. I hate to lose. My family, my friends, you, my supporters across the country, you've given a great deal 
to get me where I have a shot to becoming president. If this were only about me, I'd go on. But it's never been only about me. I entered this race, I entered this race because I love America. And because I love America, in this time of war, I feel I have to now stand aside for our party and for our country. You guys are great. <laughs> I will continue to stand for conservative principles. I'll fight alongside you for all the things we believe in. And one of the things we believe in is that we cannot allow the next president of the United States to retreat in the face of evil extremism. And uh, just listening to words from uh, Mitt Romney as he bows out of the race this this morning. Um, big thanks to, to CNN Politics for that, uh, folks. If, if you haven't seen some of the coverage, uh, extensive coverage over at CNNPolitics.com. Make sure you check it out. Um, we are... We are joined back uh, with Bob Newman and, and uh, political pundit. May I say, I love, I love that that phrase. Um, you know, uh, Bob, I, I don't know quite what to take of of yesterday's uh, announcement from Mitt Romney that this fight goes forward, this campaign goes forward. And this morning he gets up in Washington and he says that. Uh, you know, he doesn't want his campaign to be a part of aiding a surrender to terror. And I quote, what does that mean? Yeah, it's kind of in, in some ways, and, and it's sad, in some ways, and it, I, I heard parts of his terrorism, parts of the speech that were on terrorism. In, in some ways, I think what he's doing is flip-flopping again. And, you know, Mitt Romney has known from the beginning of the campaign, although he hasn't followed it, that if he talked business, if he talked economics, if he talked foreclosures, if he talked 17,000 people uh, out of jobs or lost jobs last month, he could potentially win. I think when he starts to step onto other turf, Mm. Mitt Romney, more than anybody from a PR standpoint, you can see that there is an agenda there. Mm. And the agenda, number one, could be simply that he does want to unify the party. But if, if you look at uh, things in a more of a jaundiced standpoint, you might think that agenda number two is that he's trying to buy himself a, uh, a job. Uh, Mitt uh. Romney has not really talked Tara um, in, in the election as did Giuliani and as did McCain. Um, it sounds like somebody else may well have written that speech. Um, Romney would have continued to put his personal fortune, of which he's already given $45 million to. Amazing. Um, but he really, I think, you know, for the party as well as for himself, he did the right thing. He tried to make an argument for so long that you can win the silver medal to go back to his Olympic days and then combine all those silver, silver medals to be the strongest. And I think that kind of came up short when he wasn't winning states and big states, which actually is something Obama's going to have to look at uh, down the line, too, of winning the big states. Uh, such as California. Big, big turnout there for Hillary. It was, and you know the Kennedy factor, and the Striver factor, and the Oprah factor, yes. and all the uh. you know the, the celebrity factors did not win there. Right. Um, surprisingly, so uh, Mrs. Clinton and Senator Obama, uh, or Senator Clinton and Senator Obama, 
stand really uh, almost dead even, except for the superdelegates at this point, uh, in terms of uh, their numbers, despite what uh, losing the big states. But he really needs to come back and have a very strong showing, uh, aside from this weekend and next week, which is going to be strong for him no matter what. He has to show strong in Texas, in Pennsylvania, and, uh, and, and in Ohio. And if he can pull out two of those three states, then he has a good chance at the nomination, because at this point, her campaign is pretty much in a financial shambles. And um, you know, her supporters as well as her staff are going to start uh, looking bleary-eyed. Right. Well, yes, uh, from from what I hear, she she had to loan herself four million dollars recently to keep the campaign rolling. And and when you look at Obama, he's he's raising a million dollars a day over the internet. You know, she not only loaned herself five million dollars, but the reports on that kind of give an indication that that's a new $5 million in the campaign. Ah. That was in the month of January she loaned herself $5 million. <laughs> that if you look at, at the, uh, the buys that they have to do on television, and, you know, one of the things that, that, that's so important in media buys is when you get into a state that has multiple media markets, as yours does in Florida, mm-hmm. you're in Ohio and you have the Cincinnati area, the Columbus area, the Cleveland area, you've got to buy a lot. And when she has to buy in Ohio... Pennsylvania and especially in Texas, Big. this is going to put a huge drain on uh, on the personal fortune she doesn't have, and on her campaign to focus almost entirely on dollars and not on the race at hand. Now, do you see, do you see do, do, do you see Bill stepping in here to, to to help step up the you know fundraising um, efforts here towards you know the the latter end of this race? You make a great point that I haven't thought of, which is, you know, from a PR standpoint, as you well know, you know, tied to the South Carolina election, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Bill Clinton was a disaster out there for him, really invoking what he never intended to do, which was uh, some, uh, as people believe, racist tendencies. Mm -hmm. And so if you could take Bill and seclude him and make him a, a fundraiser for the campaign, that probably would be would be a wonderful role. Um, the Clinton campaign has in large part gone for the big donors that Bill would try to pull in. The Obama campaign through the Internet has really gone for those 25 and $50 donors, and that's right. how they put together the people. $50 million. Yeah. You know, yeah. this is, let me ask you, do you have any profiling put together on um, the, the types of people that are more prone to vote for, let's say, a Hillary or an Obama? Sure. I mean, Hillary, in large part, 80% will be women. Hillary, number two, will be the Latino population that's growing so big in the country. And number three, Hillary gets inner-city people, the people of, you know, the state I said I was driving through, New Hampshire, she got Nashua and Manchester. Um, but... These are, excuse me, you know, for being so blunt, these are the white voters in those areas rather than Hillary uh, winning, you know, the, the African-American or black voters that she won in St. Louis and pulled off that last election. On the other hand, Obama it is so strange. He has the African-American and you know, black population. He also gets the affluent white male population. When I say affluent, the over $100,000 a year population. Right. 
Right. And, and if, if he is at different poles and she's kind of in, in the middle, she has women who are passionate about her, Latinos, and finally she gets, um, she gets a lot of working people, and he gets she, he really gets more on extremes, and I think that has a lot to do with the terrible gender gap that uh, this election will pull. Yes. Not necessarily because Barack Obama is not liked by women, but because she really is. Now, obviously, you know the Democratic side of things has had everyone fired up, right? Um, you know, for instance, the, the, this, this, you know, most of the show we've focused on the Democrats because that's where all the the hot, you know, juicy gossips going on. Everybody wants to know, you know, whether it's Hillary or Barack. But now, what does this do on the Republican side of things when you, when you have Mitt Romney who who took two hundred eighty six delegates, right? And he bows out. You've got Mike Huckabee, who took 181 delegates, and, of course, John McCain was 714. What happens to those 286? Who, who, who gets those? How does that work out? Those 286 uh, will, I think, for now, stick with Romney unless they unless they're pledged Officially. the other way yeah. mm-hmm. and unless they formally uh, can move them. John Edwards is running into the same problem at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I tend to doubt you will see those delegates moving over. I mean, they're pretty committed, and I think they want to make a statement. Uh, the statement being, we wanted the conservative in Romney, or we wanted uh, the person who was going to fight for the little person in Edwards. Right. Um, I don't see them moving. On the other hand, the, the super delegates uh, on both parties. Those are people who are ex-presidents, congressmen, party leaders. Those can move at any time. Mm-hmm. And right now, they're in large part pledged on the Democratic side to Clinton, and on the Republican side, they're kind of broken up there. Right. Those can move. I don't expect the others to move greatly. You'll see them pledging for, for their candidates, and that includes Dennis Kucinich and others during the conventions. Do you really feel like, to an extent, that we're puppets in all of this, just based on who the candidates actually are? When you say puppets, you're referring to. I mean, we're just we're being we're being placed in in my mind into such a huge box. You know, you got the woman, you got the black guy, and then you got McCain and some other cool the old people, white man. right? Yeah. Like the old white guy, yeah, like white right, guy, yeah. you know, and. and and it, it and, and no matter how much people say they don't want to be prejudiced, we are prejudiced. We're prejudiced in a positive way. We're prejudiced in a negative way, and it limits our choices. And I think people are trying to do what what people traditionally do, which is, you know, go go for like the least of all evils, so to speak. Not I don't want you know I don't want anyone <laughs> shooting me because I'm saying anyone's evil per se. But um, like one thing I am proud of for for. Um, uh, I think America is that. Thank you so much. I think Oprah's an amazing person. I think all these celebrities are amazing, but I do not think that because a celebrity gets up and stands behind a candidate, that you should too stand up behind that candidate. And okay, it has nothing to do with with votes. Kennedy showed that in California, where they planted him in Latino areas. He wasn't in Massachusetts, and and, and they yeah. lost because of that. Yeah. Um, it's about votes. What it is about is two things. Number one, it's about the show. It's about the entertainment, the public yeah. relations. Yeah. And then number two, it is in large part about money because they can pull out money there. Um, 
And and number three, it, when I say the sh- it's about the show at these big events, and number three, it's about the public relations to kind of give the country an idea that these leaders, you know, are putting their, uh, you know, Oprah always, uh, people say about Oprah, their seal of approval, their good housekeeping seal of approval on them to say this man who has only been a state senator and in the, in the Congress for, um, uh, or in the Senate for only one term is okay. But it, you, you saw on Tuesday that it did not affect voting in and of itself, uh, really, uh, in any of the states. And let's let's do this. Um, great point there. Uh, you gotta you, you gotta admit it is a great show that they put on. <laughs> they put on a. Are you gr- talking about the the Oprah show? The, uh, I mean the uh, the Obama show. I, I, all of it. When when you talk about the Obama show with Oprah and, and you know all, all all of the you know the endorsements the that driver are coming out. Driver and yeah. Yeah, like like uh, it, it is it is a, a fascinating show that they put on. You know, and for Obama, you know, he really has stuck by the fact that once he's pulled into the issues, once he's pulled into a substantive debate, why Senator Clinton, the day before the the primary on Tuesday, said, I want to do five or six more debates. Once he's pulled in, you really do see a difference in terms of experience. You see a difference in terms of leadership. And whether you like or don't like her personality, you see her more competent. So on the other hand, what he has tried to do is get back to what he did in Iowa, and that's keep the show up, the public relations, mm-hmm. the likability factor. And, you know, look at this, and it's very important from the, uh, he's trying to prove a point to his party. Republicans will come out to scave her alive. They will throw everything that they did during the 90s back at the Clintons, and especially the fact that her papers have not been released from the, from the Clinton Library, which they've asked for. On the other hand, there's very little that they can throw at Obama. Number one, he doesn't have a record, uh, a big record in the uh, right. Illinois Senate. Right. Number two, hasn't done many much in the, re- in the regular Senate. Number three, he doesn't really tell you what he believes, even though the National Journal this week said he was the number one liberal senator in the country versus Mrs. Clinton, who was the number 16 liberal senator. So the Republicans also believe they're going to have a difficult time criticizing a black man. Well, and that's it. And a very finessed, vanilla black man. That's right. Yep. You know, yep. what, was that term that, what was that term that Biden used at the beginning and always had to drop out? He scrubbed really well or something? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that was my guy. Uh, Biden was yeah, my yeah. guy. <laughs> That's good. That's so, good. I, I think that, I mean, I think that is what Biden, I mean, I'm sorry, that is what Obama is trying to show the party that when it comes to this last year we haven't talked about, electability, that mm-hmm. he has a far greater electability than does Mrs. Clinton, despite all these areas of competence, leadership, knowledge, and experience. Mm-hmm. And with that, we are going to take one final break. Folks, when we come back, just a couple of minutes remain uh, with Bob. We, we appreciate his time. We are going to get his um, uh, insight on who he thinks may be the next president of the United States. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Sit tight and don't move. Rainmaker. We'll be back after this short break.
Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Get more traffic maximizing details now at friendfinder.com. Are your domains working hard enough for you? Now, park your portfolio at RevenueDirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic with RevenueDirect's proven domain monetization service. You'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at RevenueDirect.com. It's that easy. RevenueDirect. Make more money. Period. Faster than a speeding bullet, it's the super way to pay. It's Fast Transact. Fast Transact is the safe, secure, and fast way to process credit cards, online checks, and gift cards. Find multiple payment gateway and merchant account options to keep your costs down and sales up, up, and away. You can build your business empire in a single bound, while Fast Transact fights the never-ending battle to keep payment processing safe and secure. Your quest for an e-commerce solution has found its final destination. Fly over to FastTransact.com today. This is Market Edge. Paul Gillen. He writes a social media column for B2B Magazine in his new book, The New Influencers. Tell us about your book. It's about how influence works in an environment in which everybody is essentially equal. Anybody can talk, anybody can say whatever they want. There are no rules, no governing bodies, no standards boards. And yet out of this, a remarkably sophisticated system of governance is emerging that is really something I think marketers need to understand. Market Edge with Larry Weber, Tuesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and on demand after the show inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Watch out for the vampires. Enter the communications coven that is webmasterradio.fm. Now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Visit the webmasterradio.fm homepage for all the details. Now back to Rainmaker, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, here's your host. And welcome back, everyone, to this Thursday, February the 7th edition of Rainmaker. We are two days past Super Tuesday, and joining us tonight is Bob Newman, who is just giving us all sorts of insights on on uh, what's going on out there in the political landscape. And before, before we cut out to break... Um, you know, I'd alluded to the fact that I, I wanted to, to pick your brain and find out based on everything that's going on, Bob, who do you think based on all the crazy dynamics, right? And, and some of the craziness that could happen, who do you think will make the White House? If it is a McCain-Clinton election, McCain will win. He will pull over all of the men. He will pull over independents. He may even pull over a lot of Democrats, you know, that Joe Lieberman and others bring over uh, for him, the conservative end of that party. On the, on the Republican side, they will, they will surround him. He will be fine. He will make his apologies. The Limbaugh's and others will step back. So in that election... I believe emphatically McCain will win in something to the effect of, you know, at 5148 or 5247 right. right. uh, a ring. On the other hand, if it is Obama 
I really do see an energy running through this country, which will set this country up for the exact same thing we had in 2000, 2004, which is 50-50. And that's not my attempt to get out of, you know, deciding right. this. Sure. Just like the delegates are so hard to figure out, the Electoral College will be very important at that point. And I see once again that it will come down to Florida or Ohio, which right. it did last time right. in terms of uh, the election. And most likely, if McCain decides that uh, down in your area that Mel Martinez would be a good VP, <laughs> or if Obama can find somebody to pull on his ticket a couple of these large states, he will win it. So I would give the edge a tiny bit at this point to, to Obama, Obama against, uh, against McCain. Yeah. So, and let me ask, all right, so who's the most identical, like, if, for the... Just let's t- let's take these the top three, okay? Clinton, Obama, and uh, and McCain. Who is the person that people can most identify with? And if they can identify with them, they can feel comfortable with them. If they feel comfortable with them, they're going to vote for them. Who be they that can't person? Identify, can't identify with Mrs. Clinton for some reason. <laughs> and by the way, that, that some reason is that she has never been authentic as to who she is. And if she became authentic, everybody in America could identify with her. Okay. They can identify to some degree, although you know there are pockets of this country that would never want a black man as president. They can identify with his plain speak. But I think more so they can identify that once again, the Despite this wave of youth in this country who will be involved in an Obama election, they can most identify with John McCain being that kind of uh, weird uncle, that kind of funky dad, <laughs> yeah. uh, and in some ways that dad who might have gone all over your case, you know, based on his temperament. Um, so they can identify better with McCain than the other two, but that may not still stop a wave of energy that Obama has. Which I agree with you. I mean, I think when you, when you think of, I mean, outside of, you know, well, outside the past 15 years, you know, our presidents have been like grandfathers. You know, they've been these um, men of high esteem that were extremely distinguished looking that you could look up to. And that's what separated them and made them, you know, CEO of the country. But, you know, where, where I have a problem with McCain and, and you know, he thinks granted, he's ungraceful. <laughs> I, I, I totally think he's ungraceful. He, he, he to me, he, he every time he crosses a stage, he, you know, he's looking left or looking right and he trips over mic cables or something. Here he goes, watch every this. time he's going down. He's watch got, this. Yeah, he's got he's got no way. And this is this is true. With some degree, it may work against him, although it sounds so minor. Yeah. His humor is awful. Oh, it's horrible. It's, yeah, I mean. He constantly is trying to tell jokes on the stage that at some point are going to get to the point of, you know, of a George Allen up in Virginia and offend somebody. Oh, right. <laughs> he, isn't, he isn't telling racial jokes, but he may get to this point because he really is trying too hard to be Mr. Everybody. Right? I, I would agree with that based on, because this, when I think of John McCain, the one thing that stands out in my mind is him standing in the Carolinas in that restaurant when the woman looked at him on, on the YouTube video and asked, what are we going to do about the bitch? And he's laughing. I don't think he handled that very well. I don't think that's presidential no. material. He didn't. He didn't admonish the woman. And, and do, do you know what I mean? He really should have done that. And and, and so I, I look. I, I look at him, and I just. I think he he's klutzy in how he handles himself. And I find it surprising that that the Republicans are, are getting behind. Yeah, and that. I must got fired for being called a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> similarly, you know. Similarly, um, you know, uh, 
Senator Obama stutters through many of these debates. Mm, true. Okay. And similarly, Mrs. Clinton has her own, you know, idiosyncratic behavior, uh, you know, especially, you know, a really tight and, and, and times even angry look yes. mm-hmm. that, that affects people. So while McCain clearly is not as smooth as, uh, as, as some would hope, the other two have similar, you know, issues in their personality, in their presentations, in their public relations, that too will offend the average American. So, Bob, did the tears help her? You know, that was really what I was going to refer to. And they may have helped her in New Hampshire, but when she started at New Haven this week, they were like, uh, not buying in terms it. of an introduction, people said, this is getting contrived, yeah. once was fine, but now, the day before both elections, the exactly. day before New Hampshire, she yeah. does it, the day before Super Tuesday, mm-hmm. you've got to question it. Personally, yeah. I don't think she did it on purpose. I think somebody introduced her that she had great heartfelt feelings for for when she first got into uh, into the business in mm-hmm. her 20s, but it, it didn't play very well the second time. No, because like you said, it, that she's had issues from a PR perspective of being non-authentic, and this, this sort of reinforced that. Okay, so let's talk running mates. I would I would go down again in uh, if I were McCain. And by the way, many are against me on this. Uh, I would go down to Senator Martinez in your area. I really okay. would. I would try to pull some of that vote because the Hispanic vote that, that George W. Bush has shown can go Republican. He also more than likely would get Florida for them. On the other hand, the party faithful want to get far rightist conservatives like Sam Brownback and uh, or Mitt Romney or others. I don't necessarily think in terms of a wild choice that will work. You know, the party, the, the far right party is saying, pick the vice president based on ideology. I'm saying pick it on geography mm. and, and you'll be, be lucky. I also think McCain has to pick it on somebody who can become the next president after him or even take over if something happens to him. And that's much greater than the other two. Although some may argue Obama should too because of the safety concerns that he will face. Right. And mm. I think we're in one of those years. Isn't it like every 20 years a president gets assassinated or there's an assassination attempt? Yeah, it, 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 it does come up often, and, and, and he knows that uh, he had the threats early on. He got Secret Service coverage earlier than anyone has. Oh, you know, on the Secret other hand, I, you know, I'm going to be real disappointed if the Democratic Party goes for a Clinton-Obama. I, and, and that's not because I'm, I'm not pro-Democrat at all, but I don't believe it is the best ticket to have it's the first be. Women, woman and the first African-American mm-hmm. on it. It may well work, by the way. But I think they could run into a lot of credibility with the, um, you know, for lack of a better word, male white America. Yeah, well, um, I think that's what, honestly, like we were we were discussing this and, you know, we've actually now doubled the time of our radio show. <laughs> but I, so we do need to have you back. But, you know, a lot of people have been talking about that, especially the way they've been acting towards each other. Because I love when you watch people who like, you know, they're, they're up there, they're debating each other. Oh, but Senator Clinton. You are just such a lovely woman, and I just want to say that I agree with all of your policies. We just have minor changes, but our philosophy is the same. And I'm sitting here going, wow, this is one hell of a setup, right? Who's yeah, been- <laughs> I, 
think in the end for Mrs. Clinton, it will be an older white male. I don't know if it'll be Biden or not. Sure. I think they'll look again for geography to see somebody who can yeah. support them a lot stronger in a big state, uh, whether it be California, Texas, or even Ohio, um, or down in Florida. Yeah. Uh, for Obama, I, I think, you know, there... Ironically, you know, he actually could go the woman route, but more than likely, he too will go the white male route. What you'll see, there is no doubt about it, uh, that while Martinez could be on the the Republican side, and he is a senator, I think the Democrats will get a governor uh, or an ex-governor who has some management experience, because none of these candidates have no. managed anything, no. led anything, no. and have had staff that are bigger <laughs> than a couple of people. Yes. <laughs> and, 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 and Bob, one, one, one final question. Obviously, we do have to have you back. One final question here. Are the Democrats going to take this all the way down to the convention before they decide between Hillary and, and Obama? Obama's going to take it down to the convention, which means the Democrats will take it down to the convention. Uh, I, you know, I shouldn't even take it to the convention. They will take it through late April, which is Pennsylvania. You're going to see races this weekend, in which Obama will take uh, Louisiana. He may not take Maine. You're going to see the uh, Nebraska is a question mark, too. You're going to see the races at the beginning of the week that will be Obama, be it the whole Chesapeake area, D.C., Maryland, Virginia. But then... The big day coming up of Texas and Ohio, if they split those two, it will be late April, in which Pennsylvania on April, I think, 21st will decide what happens. Some of the real small ones after that won't really matter. So I'm going to say that uh, we're into a week or two of the baseball season. That's when uh, you'll know who uh, their nominee is. Baseball season. Indeed. Indeed. Can I tell you, Bob, you definitely have your finger on the pulse of what's going on Mm. out there. and um, Laid out the landscape very nicely for our listeners. Thank you. A lot of passion. A lot of passion out there for for what's going on. No, and I think that should continue. I mean, I questioned democracy earlier. I think it should become greater and greater and greater. I just don't want to see the divisions that happen at the same time with passion. So if the American public can uh, can kind of pull it together, exactly. have this passion in a Republican-Democratic election, it will work rather than aiming the arrows at each other. Well, exactly. And, and, and go for true principle, not, not perceived principle. And I think that's the big issue with this. So and, 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 and there's, there's way too much of that. You're right. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Bob Newman, CEO and founder of Newman Communications, longtime observer of politics, uh, and also a political pundit for many media outlets, including us. Ton, tons of fantastic information. And and Bob, I, I I would I would venture out on a limb to say that we we definitely have to have you back. Um, you know, over right. the course of the next few months. So, thank you for your time and, and uh, say hello to those in New Hampshire. <laughs> yeah, go back, go by like Bunk Sixteen and take a picture of my my name on a wall or something. I will definitely say hello to New Hampshire. Uh, you all have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Fantastic. You, you, you too. Enjoy. Thank you for your contribution. Take care. Well, there you have it, uh, folks. Bob Newman and and truly some insightful thoughts behind uh, the, this crazy race that's going on out there. It's um, a manipulated race. Well, you know, I, I, I you know I wanted to, to to say this. I just wanted to get his unbiased reaction to Mitt Romney, but. You know, when when I walked back into the production room today and and you know realized that this is you know 
we were talking about today's show, and they were they were looking at, at what was going on, right. and, and and the Romney uh, you know announcement had just rolled out, and and the production department's like you know their reaction to this was not, you know it wasn't a political thing, it was. Someone dug up some pictures of him doing blow. Guess what? Okay, and our current president, <laughs> and our current president was elected after acknowledging that he had done blow. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm thinking more potentially mm-hmm. something to the effect of, and I, and I'm saying this without actually thinking about this, but it was something that that Bob actually had mentioned that maybe Romney is stepping down or stepping out to get himself could, a job. Yeah. So that, yeah. So yeah, that he, he can assure himself a job. Uh, uh, that, that's why I truly, you know, Bob's got, uh, we're about uh, the insurance policy. So yeah, I would not be surprised yeah. to see Romney on the ticket. Not, not, I mean, nice view. Very nice view, Bob. I, I, I like that. Nice view. I've never heard you say that about a man before. Hey babe, nice view. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, folks. I believe that would be our cue. Uh, and again, you know, this is, you know, Rainmaker doesn't often delve into the political arena. Um, but, uh, you, but know. you know what? It's imp- we all make a difference. It's all important. So if we can give you information that's going to help you uh, make some good decisions on, as he, as he put it, democracy yeah. in our country going forward. And it's and, uh, definitely, our, definitely an impassioned country like, at this point. We like to. Well, it's an impassioned, freaked out country. I think. Uh, absolutely. Oh my God, I'm a woman. Do I do I vote for the woman? Oh my God, I'm a black woman. What do I do? I mean, really, like you're a black woman. What do you do with it? Yeah, with do that? you vote for do you vote for Obama? <laughs> you vote for vote for Hillary. It's, you go get two IDs and vote. Twice. Can I tell I you, know. folks? You vote for the person who you think is going to do the best for this country and and impact your daily life. That's what's important. I, I mean, to me, it is. You know, I, I I also believe that you know this this new president needs to to have some backbone to be able to pick up where this horrific mess uh, of an administration is leaving off. So, um, you know, folks, definitely, I, I would you know spend some, like I said earlier. You know, CNNPolitics.com uh, has. Probably the most comprehensive coverage I think I've seen to date. So definitely, um, you know, who said no one wanted to, you know, access news 24 7? Yeah, absolutely. Folks, that about does it for this edition of Rainmaker on this Thursday, February the 7th. We're going to keep our thumb on the pulse of what's going on. Definitely have Bob back and and talk about uh, this race as it tightens and gets down to the wire. So. Uh, that is going to do it for tonight's edition. We are going to get out yeah. of here. Oh, and-, and if there's anyone that you guys want to hear from, any of the candidates, any of the campaign people, um, let us know. We'll get them on because they want to, you know, you're important to them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, honey, I think there's a boat waiting for us. Oh, I thought we were going to do the boat. No, we are going to do the boat. We're, 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 we're out of here. We're going we're gonna to go bar hop on the boat. We're going to buy hop on the boat. There, there you go. I'm going back to Austin. <laughs> All right, guys. Folks, Thank have a great so one. We'll see you next week right here for another edition of Rainmaker. Rainmaker.